The Pilgrimage of the Heart podcast is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week to discover the beauty, joy, and peace that lies just underneath. And so once we um, start the meditation, it'll be about a 20-minute, 22-minute experience with guided, guided imagery, uh, conscious relaxation, yoga concentration, and then we'll go into some techniques based on uh, the poem I'm going to read at the beginning here. And I was uh, meditating the other morning, and my meditation was, I'd say it was going about 5 out of 10, 5 on a scale of 10. So I was just kind of meandering around. I was uh, not real. I was thinking, you know, drifting in and out of thought. And then I read this poem, and it it really helped my meditation. So I wanted to um, share it tonight, and we can talk about it a little bit before we go into our meditation. And it it connects with the with the question that I think is probably one of the reasons that many people turn to meditation or continue to meditate, and that is the big question of what is the purpose of my life? So I know for myself, that was one of the main reasons I got into meditation. I was 17 years old, senior of high school, about to head off to college, and I knew what other people wanted me to do with my life or thought I should do. But when it came down to what I really wanted to do, that was quite a challenge because it goes to the very deep question of, well, what's the purpose of my life? And society will give us certain answers. The purpose of your life is to have as much pleasure as possible or to make as much money as possible or different things society directs us towards. And uh, those things didn't necessarily resonate with me as the purpose of my life. And so part of my quest in meditation and continues to be is, is what, what is the purpose? Why, am I, why do I exist? <clears throat> and... I think two ways to answer the question, possible ways. One is to have a certain belief system. So I was raised with the belief system that, well, the purpose of this life is to get to heaven, to make sure that when the judgment moment comes, you know, I'm sent uh, to the door on the right and not to uh, infernal, eternal hell. <clears throat> so that gave a purpose to life. The purpose is make sure you uh, live, live a good life. <clears throat> but maybe there's even more to it than that. Maybe life is not just a test. So that's, that's the testing is based on the whole idea of, you know, right and wrong and one lifetime and um, did you get it right or not, etc. But then another way to look at life is life as an evolution and a constant growing and expansion, learning of lessons, etc. And so this poem uh, 
speaks to that. It doesn't overtly give you an answer, but I think it gives some good clues. And so it's, it's called, um, Who Remembers My Promise? Who Remembers My Promise? And promise linked in with, the, with for me anyway, the term purpose. And the idea in Sri Chamoy's philosophy talks about the soul, the deepest part of our being, and the soul having a real sense of why we're here. Our mind may not know, our stomach may not, you know, the stomach, its purpose is to let us know it's hungry, so it's day-to-day functioning, but at a really deep level, what is our purpose? And so uh, the poem goes, Who remembers my promise to God? My fate. Who remembers my promise to mankind? My sincerity. Who remembers my promise to heaven? My conscience. Who remembers my promise to myself? My sincere sense of perfection. So each line starts with who remembers. So in other words, I don't remember. I may not be able to remember these promises or the, this purpose, but maybe there's something within me that's a clue to that purpose. And so if the idea being that your soul, before it comes and takes a human incarnation, before it begins this life, it, it makes promises. Maybe your soul, this deeper part of yourself, before taking human incarnation, makes a promise to God, makes a promise to mankind, makes a promise to the the heaven, to the higher realms, and then makes a promise to itself. So the feeling of that, you know, like you'll wake up in the morning and you'll have great intention for what you're going to do that day. You know, you have really optimistic and great intention, and then all these things hit you during the day. And, and like, you don't fulfill it, or you forget that optimism. And so the same way we could think that our soul comes into existence with these, with really great vision and great promise and great potential, and then the challenge is actually doing it, because life is full of challenges. And so we forget these, we forget our deeper nature, but possibly these parts of ourselves are clues. And so the clues being, again, fate like the circumstance we find ourselves in, our fate or our destiny. We find ourselves in certain circumstances and situations, and a lot of times we bemoan it. We're not happy with it. We complain. But another way to look at it is that these are the exact circumstances we need to learn, the lessons that we need to learn in life, whether it's compassion or forgiveness or acceptance or whatever our lessons are. Then my sincerity... Who remembers my promise to mankind? My sincerity. And sincerity is a word we use a lot, but when you really try to feel, what is sincerity? If you're really, really sincere about how you feel or, or your purpose, or if you're really sincere, what are you? Because we all know what it means to be the class clown or to be insincere, to be tricky, to deceive people. But when you put all those things aside and you just try to be sincere, then what appears? Who remembers my promise to heaven? My conscience. 
my conscience. So that deep part of ourself that has a really clear insight into if we feel we're moving in a good flow or if we're, we're, we're not. So we have, we have our sense of conscience. And then finally, my sincere sense of perfection. Who remembers my promise to myself? My sincere sense of perfection. And so I would imagine everyone here deep down <clears throat> has a feeling of something you've tried to perfect. Something you've tried to do really, really well. And how that feels to do that. To do something well. And then applying that to yourself. Trying to be yourself really well. And so when we get into the meditation, um, I'll, bring up, I'll bring up these uh, key words again. Faith, sincerity, conscience, and sense of perfection. And we'll do some visualization on those. And so once we're in the meditative state, you're able to dive deeper into, into this realm of emotion, this realm of self. And for those of you who are here for the first time who might be coming mainly for relaxation or stress reduction, I guarantee you that if you can go a little deeper into your sense of self or your sense of sincerity, that that's going to help you deal with all these things that cause you stress and anxiety. Because usually it's our racing mind and circumstances that, that we're, we find ourselves in. And a lot of time the stress is the fact that we don't make a change. So learning to meditate, exploring these topics gives you a lot of confidence in that deeper sense of self. Okay. Here we go. We'll have a little flute music during the first part and then we'll have harmonium once we are deeper in the meditation. And beginning just by finding a comfortable position with your back as straight as is possible. Also, if possible, breathing in and out through your nose. Letting your breathing naturally deepen and lengthen. Eyes either open or closed, whichever you prefer. But if they, well, in either case, Try to keep your eyeballs still, either by gazing at something in your field of vision or by holding your eyeballs still while gazing up towards your third eye, which is in between your eyebrows and a finger width above.
And we'll begin with conscious relaxation. As you breathe in, become aware of the muscles in your forehead and around your eyes. As you exhale, allow those muscles to release and relax. As you breathe in, becoming aware of the muscles in your cheeks and jaw. Exhaling, releasing those muscles. Breathing in an awareness of the muscles in the back of your neck and shoulders. Feeling the muscles melting. As you breathe in, feel your chest opening and expanding, lungs filling with air. Exhaling, releasing, letting go of any holding within your chest, within your heart.
Now as you breathe in, feel an expansion in your abdominal area, your solar plexus. And again, on the exhale, releasing, letting go. Now choose one other area of your body where you feel or suspect there's tension and holding and use the same technique. Breathe in an awareness of that area. Exhale, releasing. Now from this state of conscious relaxation, we're gonna move into yogic concentration. We'll begin with visual concentration. Open your eyes just enough so you can either see a darker spot of bamboo flooring or gaze up at a spot of color on one of the paintings. The key thing here is to keep your eyeballs still and calm, resting on the object of concentration. Just keeping your eyes still will greatly calm your mind.
Now you can let your eyelids gently close, but continue to keep your eyes still. And now bring the stillness to your sense of hearing, focusing in as much as possible on the sound of the flute. Shifting your awareness once more, this time to your sense of touch, specifically the feeling of breath moving in and out through your nostrils. And then if you can become aware of it, the feeling of your heartbeat. And then, if possible, the gentle pulse in the tip of each thumb, which you can feel by lightly pressing your pointer finger or middle finger to the tip of the thumb.
And now just to, in general, be concentrated, choose whichever one of the three or any combination that holds your awareness. So again, visual concentration, sound concentration, and concentration on feeling or touch. Who remembers my promise to mankind, my sincerity? So focus in on your chest, your heart, and concentrate on sincerity. Visually, you could try to see the word sincerity or choose a scene from nature that you feel is sincere. You can inwardly repeat the word sincerity, linking it to your breath. And then also feeling sincerity. What does sincerity feel like? Who remembers my promise to heaven, my conscience? So now use the word conscience, either visualizing letters or a scene from nature, maybe from your own life, where conscience has been very clear to you, inwardly repeating the word conscience. And then feeling the power of conscience.
Who remembers my promise to myself? My sincere sense of perfection. So using the term perfection or sense of perfection. And the idea of bringing yourself to your highest capacity. So again, using those words or an image. Inwardly repeating and feeling your own sense of perfection. Who remembers my promise to God? My fate. For this one, imagine that you're looking down on your own life from high, high up as if, let's say, you're in an airplane and looking down at yourself in all the circumstances and situations. Try to see your life very objectively. And try to feel all the possibilities for growth and learning inside your entire set of circumstances. And now from here, we'll use the harmonium. We'll just listen to some playing for a minute or two, and then we'll go into some chanting using three of these qualities.
chanting each quality, try to visualize that image that you chose or the words, the letters. Try to feel the quality vibrating, resonating. first time, and we'll all join in and do it a few times. It's the three qualities all in one chant.
sitting in silence for the last minute. Each time you end your meditation, you want to slowly and gradually bring your awareness back to your body and surroundings as much as you need to, but as much as you're able to, holding on to this meditative feeling. And so in one of Sri Chamoy's writings, one of his essays, he asked the question, has my soul a special mission? And so it's a question each of us may ask in our own lives, is there a purpose to my life? Or what is, why am I here? What am I learning? And he says that definitely there is a, a purpose to each human life, and the purpose lies deep in our hearts, and that's where we have to discover it. No one outside of us can tell us what it is. It's part of our journey is to be able to feel our heart, feel what's going on deep in our hearts, and then to manifest that in the world. And so meditation is a great way to create some calm and peace in your life and discover that deeper dimension of yourself. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.